The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real. You're already working hard to earn your money. But how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment automated investment and savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert built portfolios of low cost exchange traded funds. You know, I love those exchange traded funds. There's automated investing technology. And as part of that automated rebalancing, many of you have been asking about rebalancing and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own with Betterment. Easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Thursday, September 8th. And uh, Mark, I'm going to invite you onto the microphone today because uh, it's our first recording session since vacation. So how did it feel not to have me live? for a month, basically. It was a good month. I think the last time we connected was early August. Now it's early September. But I got to be honest, it kind of flew by. It was a lot going on in the month of August. You had your trip, your big, big first transatlantic trip with your son and your wife. And how did it go? I would categorize it as a smashing success. It went really, really well. He did great. I think I told you we, we talked last week. The, the one change that we, we would make is that we took a night flight going over thinking, oh, it's nighttime. He'll just pass out. Well, that didn't happen because there's just so much going on. It's his first time on a plane. So by the time he actually passed out, there was only like three hours left in the flight. So definitely not enough sleep for him when we got there. So that's that's probably the only thing we would change. We did a day flight coming home and he was fine. He actually managed to sneak in a little nap. But uh, it was great. Once he was there, it was just like just like business as usual here. He just went with the flow, no sleeping issues. We had a we had a great time. It was really really nice. What do you think was his favorite part? Double decker bus in London because he he's been obsessed with double decker buses for several months. And then seeing the Eiffel Tower in Paris was pretty cool because he he knows what the Eiffel Tower is. He sees it all the time in some books that we read to him. And then he and I were just walking around the streets of Paris and. 
there it was. It just popped up and he's like, da, 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 Eiffel Tower. <laughs> it was really cool. It was really cool. <laughs> so here's, here's how my vacation started, which is basically my mother-in-law became sick and spent 10 days in palliative care and died. And she's nine, she was 98 years old. And it was like a, an amazing journey. And she had a fantastic life. And it was a, um, it was not, it wasn't even like a bummer. It was just like, it was a strange way to begin um, what was supposed to be sort of like the blissful, fun couple of weeks. So it turned out, like, I really haven't worked in a long time because when she got sick, you and I were working, but, um, you know, I couldn't go to TV and do a lot of stuff because, you know, I was taking shifts in the hospital and then she died. And so all this stuff happened. And then, Mark, you know, what happened was uh, because I took care of most of her financial stuff is that you begin the estate settlement process, which I forget is kind of a pain in the ass, I have to say. I mean, and it was perfectly managed and handled and um, kudos to all of the great professionals that have always helped me along the way, but it's not a problem, but there's stuff to do, you know? And so if uh, it reminded me that that's a very big piece of why I'm such a pain in the ass about (laughs) estate planning and wills and stuff, because, you know, I don't know how people do it who don't have everything together. It's just, um, it's so much easier when it's like, okay, here's where this is. Here's where this is. It just, it made my life a lot easier. That's for sure. And yet it was still a lot of work. It was still a lot of work. And, um, Mark, um, showed up to the funeral. Very sweet of you. And, uh, kind of wild to talk about someone's life who started in 1923, right? Like all of the the things that she saw and the experiences. So it was a great celebration of life. I have to say that. It was really fantastic. 98 years old. Uh, I told you, my grandmother, My I have one remaining grandparent alive and she is also 98 years old. It's just like, what a life. I know. And, and you know, the and they have a different... I think that of that generation, of course, there's a whole different um, ethos uh, and how they manage their their financial lives. And I think that's so different. Anyway, if you want to read more about uh, my special relationship with my mother-in-law, I do have a blog post up. So if you go to jillonmoney.com and you click the blog section, you see a post that's called We Bonded Over Numbers. And so you can check that out. And also, I have to tell you, Mark, in a week from today that this show is airing, I will be leaving for my cycle for the cause, which we can now take off in a week, at least we'll take it off the um, website. But if you go and feel like you want to help me out, do you know what happened, Mark? My brother-in-law took over the number one position of donations from me in the fundraising area. Which I know just drives you insane. You have no idea how much that drives me insane. Gang, you got to help me. This guy works at Goldman Sachs. So he says to me, oh, well, you have a radio show and I don't have a radio show or a podcast. I'm like, okay, but my people, I'm asking them to give me $5. He got $20,000 from one person at Goldman Sachs, which just proves to you how much they're all overpaid. What's his total up to? His total is, as of this morning, is uh, $48,370. Considering 20 of that came from one person, I'm not that impressed. 
Oh, God, I love that you said that. My fundraising is 46386. Um, and so I, I am too, th- I've closed the gap. He was like $5,000 ahead of me. And I went crazy over this past weekend sending stuff out to people like, you didn't give me money. And uh, people did. So I'm trying to close the gap and beat him. So it is lovely that John and I are both one and two. He goes, wouldn't it be funny if we were one and two? Wouldn't that be great? I'm like, yeah, as long as I'm one. And I wasn't kidding. And I'm not kidding. I'm going to do it. I'm going to power through this. And if you feel like you just want, like $5 would be fantastic because to me, the number of people that support this cause is as important as the total dollars raised. You know, because like, by the way, there's one dude at like, like ADP is like the top team fundraiser right now because they have a humongous team. And when you look at their donation page, they have multiple people in their roster who have raised like 20,000, 10,000, they just have tons and tons of people. So that's how come they can do that. But if you would be um, willing to support me, I would so appreciate it. And we are going to take it down. And then, by the way, as soon as cycle is over, guess what's right? If you go to the website, jillonmoney.com, guess what's there? Mark, it's there and it looks great. The Great Money Reset, the book is available for pre-order right now. The Great Money Reset was inspired by this program, to be clear. Um, I was trying to write a second book. My my uh, agent's like, you got to write another book. I couldn't come up with anything. And then he said to me, well, what are people talking to you about on the show? And I said, well, you know, people are really talking about doing different things after the pandemic. And so this is a book that you guys inspired, Okay. So it's the Great Money Reset, Change Your Work, Change Your Wealth, Change Your Life. There are 10 bold steps to turn chaos into opportunity. And here's the gig with pre-orders. If you pre-order, we're going to have a special section and something fun that happens for pre-orders. So um, I'll be announcing that next week. But for this week, all you need to do is you can go pre-order the book right now. If you click the pre-order now, you can you can buy it from anywhere you want. You can buy it from, you know, the independent bookstores that you like. You can b- look at uh, the traditional booksellers out there, uh, you know, whatever you want. But just check it out. The Great Money Reset. That would be wonderful. All right. So let's do some. How about we do some work? Let me see if I remember how to do this. We're going to do some emails because emails have piled up. If you've got a question, don't forget, you can just go to our website, jillonmoney.com, jillonmoney.com and click the contact us button. Greg writes, the subject is daughter wants to start investing. I love the multi-generational questions, Mark. So Greg says, hello, my daughter starts her, I said a daughter, my daughter starts her first job uh, in October as a newly certified internal medicine doctor. I'd like to get your opinion on what and where she should start investing. She has a lot of debt in school loans and she has a car payment. Any input would greatly be appreciated. Proud dad in Niagara Falls, New York. Oh, by the way, also while I was, while we were on vacation, we had the uh, student debt relief announced by the Biden administration. And uh, so I presume that his daughter is not necessarily eligible for any debt forbearance or eradication. Um, Remember, for federal loans, only federal, we don't have to make payments through this year. So this whole year, you're still like floating, okay? You're going to get a bunch of money that is wiped out depending on how much money you make. Now, Mark, how did you feel about what the final announcement was in terms of prices and income? I mean, look, I'm not going to get bent out of shape over it. It's $10,000, but overall, no, I'm not a fan of it. 
Mark has been a doubter of the whole, um, the, the student loan forgiveness program for quite some time. So this is, he's not coming to this late. He's very consistent. I had said that I thought that to wipe out some amount of money, especially for people who went to those, um, really crappy, um, institutions that really weren't giving you a degree or, you know, like kind of the, the, a lot of the for-profit stuff, but the plan is $10,000 for anyone who earns less than $125,000 individually or two fifty married filing jointly or head of household. I thought the levels were higher than I would expect. You get 20 grand if you had a Pell Grant. Pell Grants are those grants that usually are um, for lower income students and their families. Uh, here's something interesting, Mark. Usually Pell Grant recipients are families that make less than $60,000 a year. Now, by the way, the rationale was that Pell Grants used to cover 80% of the cost of a four-year public college degree, and now they only cover a third, which is wild to me, right? So that just shows you the ballooning cost of college. Okay. Parent plus loans um, that are held by Department of Ed and you fall under those income limits, you're also eligible to get cancellation of that 10 grand in federal student loans. So that's kind of cool. All right, here we go. Now, so this woman has a lot of debt. I'm presuming she also is not going to qualify for the public service uh, loan forgiveness plan, which has been expanded under this as well. So what first? Okay. First and foremost, Greg, is that she has got to take control of her financial situation. And she does that by saying, here's how much money is coming in. And then she says, here are the things that I need to pay every single month. So that might be her rent and her food and her utilities and of course her debt. And her debts would be listed with the highest interest down on to the lower interest loans. And she will set up an automatic schedule where she gets that debt paid off. And uh, you know, look, by the way, a lot of these loans are quite expensive now. You know, we are now in a place where, you know, we're in a higher interest rate environment. So what's I think kind of interesting is to when you go onto the uh, studentaid.gov website, you find that like, you know, five or six percent for a college loan, it may not seem so horrible, but it's still big money. So we do want you to kind of focus on that. And so if she also has a car payment and that car payment is cheaper than those loans, then she can just make those payments as she goes along. But if the car payment is higher than these student loans, then put a little extra money on that. And then finally, so once she has that settled, then we just want her to contribute to a retirement plan through work. And if she's working at a hospital, just try to contribute up to the match. Notice that you asked about investing and I really went into money management, which is going to be far more important for her than the investing. The investing, the only investing she does right now while she's paying down debt is using the retirement plan through work up to the match. And she can either do any age base or she can just put, you know, 70% in an index stock index fund and 30% in a bond index fund and go to sleep at night. All right. Next, Deborah writes that she is 61 years old and she was said, I would like to take some of the 401k money and put it into a New York life variable annuity. It sounds good, lifetime payments, but it's full of fees. All right, let's just stop for a second. When you have 401k money, it has not yet been taxed and you are now looking at a variable annuity, which is you pay a lot of the fees because annuities in general create a tax situation that's preferable, but you already have the preferable tax situation because you're in a 401k environment. You're right. Tons of fees, not good. 
I'd love to know how much money you have in this 401k. Also understand what your needs are and what you're really thinking about in retirement. Because the end of her question is, if I were to retire, you know, if I retire at 67, is it safer to just let the 401k ride out and come back to me when the market comes back. Six years is a long time. In general, I'm not a huge fan of putting uh, money that is already in a tax-preferenced retirement account into an annuity. Sometimes annuities can be really helpful if they are, you know, often the fixed rate annuities. I'm not a huge fan of the variable rate ones, but you know what? More importantly, because of the structure of annuities and they are full of fees, it's usually not in your best interest to do that right now, at least with, you know, with a lot of money. So see how I'm trying to couch this a little bit more, Mark, because I do think there are going to be some newer annuity products that could be much more interesting in the future and especially in a high rate environment. Okay, Jerry. Oh, wait a second. This person's name is like a famous person's name. Um, the message is with the recent market downturn, my asset allocation is out of balance. I usually rebalance every January. I'm wondering if I should rebalance early. And if I don't rebalance now, am I missing out on the opportunity to buy equities at a discount? Or if I do rebalance early, am I guilty of trying to time the market? I think the latter, by the way. I think if you've got a game plan and you rebalance every January, stick to it. Don't do it now. I mean, the only reason you would have to change your allocation is if something change in your life that required you to pull money out. Okay. So Jerry's in my, it says I'm in my mid sixties. I still work. I'm planning on working for a few more years. I usually have an allocation of 50% in total market index funds, 40% in core bonds and 10% cash, nothing fancy, all TIAA. Now my equity allocation is below 40%. Do you agree, Mark? Wait till January. I, I would just because it's, you know, we're already in September. It's not that far away. I would just probably just ride it out and stick to his game plan. I said I said his. I shouldn't assume that. It's hers, obviously. We're not. I don't know. Okay. Joseph is 48 years old and writes, I have a whole life insurance policy that I purchased when I was 22. It has a death benefit of $138,000. And I have a loan balance of $30,000 and a net cash value of $13,000. So just to put this in perspective... He's got a death benefit of 138. So, and with a loan balance. So, let's just, so now it's 108, right? That's the death benefit, essentially. If he were to die, that's what it would, right? A net cash value, if he blew the whole thing out, 13 grand, which would mean he blew the, the policy out. They paid off the loan balance. There would still be $13,000. Based on your advice to other callers, I contacted the company to understand the potential tax impact of a surrender. I don't want to keep paying premiums of over $1,000 a year. I'm not making loan payments. Cost basis, $27,000. Taxable gain, $17,000. Should I take the cash value and pay tax from the proceeds? Yeah, I'm done. If you don't need insurance, let's be done with this. Good for you and glad that you checked that out. Okay, excellent. All right, so that's the last question of the first post-vacation live recording session. And we are so grateful for you guys and, and for everyone who has been so supportive. Um, we are coming into a, like the last four months of this year, the last three and a half, four months of the year, 
we are going to be announcing some really cool stuff because we want to expand our community. So I really am so lucky, Mark, because I have this community that we've created, right? You and I have gotten through this whole process and we're like, oh my God, these people are great. And every time we come back to the same theme, which is what more can we do in this community? I love my work at CBS, but really you guys are so much more fun. So what we're going to be doing is bringing new types of uh, ways to connect with us to you. And you'll let us know if you want to participate, but it's going to be fun, fun, fun. Is that a good tease, Mark? I think we finally have uh, hit on what we want to do. I think so too. I'm very excited about this. All it took was me, you know, uh, sleeping next to Theo and it just like popped into my head. Mark sends me a deck from London about like, oh, uh, like, did you get out of bed and actually like write that? Like, that's the thing I was not sure about. As the idea came to me, I just started jotting down some notes on the uh, on the note section on my iPad. And then uh, the next day, I was talking to Amanda about it, and she helped me to put together the deck. Oh, oh, I see. You got the consultant to build the deck for us. And uh, shockingly, it was only eight pages, not 80, which is her normal. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to be doing this. It's really fun. We're very excited about it. And I know you guys will be too. So all of our stuff, it lives on the jillonmoney.com website. If you'd like to give us a few shekels towards the ride for the cause, it's just one more week. We're taking it down after that. And then um, we're talking about the new book and lots of other cool things. Any questions, jillonmoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. Don't forget to let us know if you would be willing to come on the air, okay? Lift someone up today. You guys lift us up all the time, and we are grateful for that. And leave us a rating and review on Apple. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.